0: Welcome to Tax Wrap, the podcast of Tax and Super Australia. Each fortnight, we present news and insights to tax and SMSF practitioners. If you've got any questions, comments or even suggestions, get in touch at podcast at Hello listeners and welcome to the Tax Wrap podcast, episode 218. I'm your host, Steve Burnham. Uh, And I'm back uh, speaking with John Jeffries. Now, John's been on the uh, ABC Radio in Adelaide over the past few episodes, which has been very enlightening about the um, JobKeeper package and how that was all going. So it's good to hear all all about that. But um, we've got John uh, back in the studio, as it were. We were actually talked via Zoom, so there may be a little bit of ins and outs, you know, how Zoom meetings go. Um, And uh, John's uh, talking to us about, well, the uh, extension of... um, other penalty remission on lodgements made up to the end of the fifth financial year. A bit more on JobKeeper um, and the cash flow boost, which has been, uh, been a little bit of a problem for some of our clients out there. A uh, little bit about the instant asset write off, too. There's only one month to go for that, so let's see what John has to say. John Jeffries, how are you going? Steve Burnham calling, how are you going? Good, thanks, Steve. Yeah, it's been a while since we've spoken. You've been on ABC Radio Adelaide for a few weeks explaining all the ins and outs of the, the JobKeeper package, which has been really uh, educational. That's been great.
1: Yes, yes. So a lot of interesting questions coming through from yeah. various people. Yeah, it's good to get um, the real
0: life sort of scenarios, of course, from people. Hmm. Um, now, of course, one of the big um, announcements of the recent times has been that uh, now. Tax and Super Australia, uh, with you pushing it along, has been uh, uh, lobbying to get an extension to lodgement deadlines. Um, We sort of got there, didn't we?
1: Well, sort of, yes. yes. Yeah. so it was uh, a joint effort between a number of professional bodies, and yes, we were certainly in there pitching uh, because we were hearing it loud and clear from members that they were looking for a deferral. Um, yeah. Members will have seen the survey that we sent out, and uh, that was quite well responded to, and yeah. indeed I think well, quite Sorry, well appreciated it? by members yeah. uh, that we had sought that. Um, And so uh, there was a pretty clear message from that, that people were looking for an extension to at least the 30th of June for 30 June 2019 tax returns, or even later uh, in uh, a fair proportion. Now, uh, there was an ongoing discussion with the tax office about this. Uh, They have um, all sorts of administrative type difficulties if the deferrals go beyond 30 June, because it uh, is a kind of a domino effect that goes through to government other government departments so oh, i
0: suppose yeah that makes sense
1: hmm. Hmm.
0: and so we don't we uh, didn't get the blanket deferral did we in the end
1: no no so there's no further blanket deferral there is right. of course some deferral that's already there for the 5th of june and the 30th right. of june depending on what sort of taxpayers but now uh, we've got to the point where the tax office is now saying um that uh there uh, won't be any further changes to the lodgement and payment due dates. However, what they're going to do is not impose late lodgement penalties for returns lodged by 30 June 2020 for the 30 June 2019 uh, year, yes, right. and that applies to all types of tax returns.
0: Okay, that's, well that's something, that's good. So no, no penalties, but what about um, if there's you know, late payments?
1: The, uh, the thing to remember here is that this is not um, a deferral and that general interest charge can still be applicable and indeed will still be applicable right. to returns that are lodged beyond their lodgement date, either the 5th of June or the 30th of June, right. uh, depending right. on which is applicable. Now, the tax office have also said though, that they will take a reasonable approach which I'm interpreting as meaning lenient approach to uh, the remission of general interest charge. However, it will require tax agents to individually request that general interest charge and uh, tax agents may find doing that through online services easier than maybe ringing up. Of course,
0: well, a lot of people would be on the phone. So really it's uh, um, upon tax, uh, tax practitioners to keep records if, there's, uh, if that's helpful of why a payment may be late and, uh, and all that sort of thing, I, I assume.
1: Yes, mm. it is to be remembered that you can still apply for deferrals beyond the 30th of June, 2020. Okay. I have heard reports of members that have been able to get deferrals um, for all of their clients into uh, August, there's both payment and lodgement deferrals. Okay. Uh, I spoke to the tax officers as to whether these recent announcements regarding the, um, the lodgement, um, uh, the, rather the non-imposition of penalties, right. whether that would in- impact the tax officers' attitude towards giving deferrals beyond 30 June 2020. Right. The tax office indicated that there shouldn't be any change to their attitude towards giving deferrals beyond 30 June 2020. So if you are an agent that you really think you need to have those deferrals beyond 30 June 2020, please request them and uh, it may well be that they will be granted. Mm, yeah,
0: it can't hurt to ask.
1: No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. and we have seen examples of the tax office being very accommodating with this so yeah. i would certainly try that if that is something that you would like
0: yeah yeah now, sp- speaking of extension of time there's the, the job keeper um reporting uh, requirement has been extended too hasn't it can you tell me a little bit about that
1: yes so under the legislation the reporting of the job keeper which people will have gone through for the months of april or the the first JobKeeper fortnights. Yep. Then for the JobKeeper fortnights that are in May, the law requires that that reporting be done for the employees and the projection of turnover by the seventh day after the end of the month. Right. right. Now, the professions have said to the tax office that's just not going to work. Uh, people are not going to meet that deadline, and so the tax office thought about that and has now given an extension. For all of the JobKeeper period, up to the fourteenth. The, the fourteenth. So yeah. So you yes. just a little bit of connection.
0: Where listeners should be aware that John and I are speaking via Zoom, so there's sometimes there's a little bit of a fallout. But up to the fourteenth day after the end of the month, John, you were saying.
1: That's correct. Okay. So for the May. Um, information you will have up until the 14th of june to get that information in now uh even though uh that is an extension of seven days 14 days still isn't a very long time and so people are going to really need to ensure that they uh, focus in on this point as soon as the month goes by that the information is being collected and that that date is met so that uh, you don't have any problems no obtaining no. the JobKeeper monies.
0: Speaking of deadlines, I think it's um this weekend, isn't it? Isn't it uh May thirty-one's the uh, last day you can apply. No, you can enroll, I sorry, for the JobKeeper for April and May. It's the last last chance. So if that, that is correct. Yep. Yeah, if anyone hasn't yes. enrolled by the time they listen to this podcast, please get onto it now if you if you're eligible. Yeah. Um Yes,
1: that's right, Steve.
0: One of the other one of the other uh, um Coronavirus stimulus packages, uh, yeah, schemes was the cash flow boost. How's that going? What have you heard about
1: how that's uh, all faring? Yes, well, the cash flow boost uh, is uh, a large amount of money for some employers, and there have been uh, a number of problems with it. Now, it is true that cash flow boost has flowed quite seamlessly to a number of businesses. But we have had many reports, multiple reports Mm. of issues with people not getting the cash flow boost when they are entitled to it. And on top of that, uh, there has also been the frustration of then calling the ATO and saying that the cash flow boost has not been received. And the responses from the tax office haven't been um, in some circumstances that helpful because there has been talk of being uh, a 20-day a deferral, or if, yeah. uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there is escalation required, um, then to find out 20 days later that it hasn't, in fact, been escalated. Oh, gosh. And uh, in fact, just this morning, I heard of uh, a situation where a large employer with uh, very significant payroll uh, is having um, the JobKeeper uh, being delayed as well, so... Oh. Uh, But with the cash flow boost, what happened was that the tax office um, took a data set uh, uh, early in April to be able to run the cash flow boost uh, programs. And then uh, that data set um, wasn't um, updated uh, for a while. And I think that's caused some of the problems. Now the tax office have put in place a new system where there is an automatic updating of information in relation to cash flow boost. right? The theory is that this is going to solve a lot of the problems. However, I have to say that I'm still hearing um, frequent comments about the cash flow boost not being received. Yeah, yeah. So the moral of the story for tax agents is, is if that is happening for one of your clients, you simply need to keep at the tax office about it. Now I know that it has been frustrating and people have had a lot of stories of being frustrated Mm. about uh, their interaction with the tax office. Um, so, unfortunately, it is just one of those things where you've got to keep going. Now, one of the other frustrating things I've also heard is that the tax uh, the tax office is applying a kind of quota to the number of calls that tax agents can have. Really? And that is also um, a very frustrating point as well. Do, do, do so, tax agents
0: know this? Are they informed? Look, you've only got three calls to go or?
1: Uh, when they get to the end of their quota, I understand they oh. are then informed. Oh yes. gosh. Um, so there are, uh, if you like, some different rules that are being uh, imposed by the, the tax office. Uh, and all I can say to our members and the tax agents that are uh, listening is just uh, keep going keep Keep trying (laughs) Uh, i know it's frustrating uh, but it's the best we can do now from our end uh, i'm in regular discussions with deputy commissioners assistant commissioners who are administering this whole program, mm. and these points are being put to them, um, but this, I'm afraid, is the best we can do.
0: Yeah, there's not not much you can do, I suppose. I mean, if it's a systemic problem, it's uh, hopefully been fixed by this fix that you mentioned, but still, I'm mm. um, hopefully the ATO have put on a few more people. Um, it can be frustrating if you're a small business. I mean, cash flow is essential yes. I you. Mean, um, it must be frustrating, when you have clients hounding you, and you you can't get a, 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 a proper answer from the a, the body that's meant to fix it. But um, anyway, the message just is Just to be
1: them- uh, Steve, just to yeah. be fair on the tax office, yeah. uh, it is the case that the tax office is having record numbers of calls to its call centres. I've heard even that. more than they get in the tax time. Uh, they've sort of hit their all-time records. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're not doing badly as far as the uh, waiting times on those calls but uh, there has they have been absolutely inundated with uh, extra calls uh, not only from tax agents but uh, obviously from the general community as yeah, well of
0: course no no it's a, well good for them i mean they have been handling it amazingly well but there's are still yeah those problems that we need to so the message is keep on keeping on as far as cash flow boosting your clients
1: yes and uh i appreciate that a tax agent's patience is wearing thin <laughs> and I know that there are a lot of tired people out there that are working very hard yeah. and uh, all I can do is encourage you to keep going and uh, the tax office is taking a, a, um, a lenient or reasonable approach. We have yeah. uh, had those discussions a lot with the tax office and I, one hopes that that will be the outcome that will come through later audit processes and so forth so that right. one hopes that there will be an understanding attitude towards tax agents. Yeah. Well and I
0: suppose the message is if you're not a member of Tax and Super Australia, think about it because we're we're out there fighting for you. John's doing all the t- taking all the right messages to the ATO. So if you're not a member of Tax and Super, consider it we're we're in there fighting for you. Sure <clears throat> um, on. one last thing. Oh no no not last thing, but I just wanted to get on to I was interested about the um Instant asset write-off, the big, the big $150,000 limit there. It's only, we're nearly at June. June's after yes. this weekend. And uh, so there's only a month to go to claim that. What have you yes. heard about,
1: how's that going? So uh, just to refresh people's minds, if you acquire an asset that costs less than $150,000, uh, then you can attain a tax deduction for all of that amount but just remember that from the 1st July, as the, as the law currently stands, that amount drops to $1,000. Wow. So you have a basically 30-day period in which to obtain a very big tax deduction. That's amazing. Now, some people, of course, will not be inclined to spend that money because, number one, you've got to have the money to be able to spend on the asset. Mm, and number two, uh, if you haven't got it in the bank, then you've got to borrow it from somebody. That's but true. if you are of a mind to buy um, a larger asset, and sometimes these things have longer order periods, the asset has to be uh, has to be used or has to be installed ready for use by the first of July or before the first of July, twenty twenty, for you to be able to obtain that instant asset write off. That's right, and, and that's, it's that's a very big, short period.
0: It is, and that's always that's not a new. Uh, conditioners, it? it has to always been the case that it was used or installed ready for use. So that, that's not new. It's always been the case to make a claim. Uh,
1: yes, although the uh, the $150,000 amount, which has only applied since the 12th of March 2020, it's yep. a very short time frame. And the background of it was this was the first of the stimulus announcements that were made, right. uh, which quickly became apparent that that wasn't going to be enough uh, for the economy but it's still there and uh you've only got 30 days in which to make good on it
0: that's right what's well, it's a real bonus if you can get there it, john just have you heard it is going to back go back to a thousand dollars has there been any talk about changing that
1: or that's just the way it is i have not heard any talk of that mm. uh i think if there is going to be talk of it it will come out in the budget which is coming out in october but I think for a period, we are going to have a situation where the instant asset write-off is only at $1,000. Now, yep. it might get changed, but at the moment, that is the law, and I've heard nothing to the contrary. No,
0: no, okay. <clears throat> well, better get on to it. I mean, especially, as you said, some larger assets that cost that much might take a while to get here. So um, jump on to it.
1: <laughs> yes. Um,
0: that, one of the other, I don't know if you know much about the new job maker. I love these names Job Seeker, Job Keeper, Job Maker. It's great.
1: Yes, yes it's very <laughs> innovative, isn't it?
0: Um, I don't know much about the Job Maker. Is there any, any tax uh, 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 connections with the Job Maker scheme? I, don't, I haven't heard much.
1: Well, uh, my summary of the Job Maker scheme is the Prime Minister wants to get everybody to talk about doing things better everywhere industrial relations training the whole thing now tax is going to come into that mix and it was mentioned there are no details but uh that's fine let's Mm. have uh, some talk about tax Uh, but if we are going to get true reform in this area, then there's going to need to be some bipartisan support. Yes, And I'll give you this example, Steve, that yep. I use. Let's say we have two armies lined up against each other, <laughs> and you go to the generals of those two armies and you say, generals, I do not want you to use your most powerful weapon in this fight. Don't do it. Now, people would think that's silly, but that's exactly what we need in relation to tax reform. Right. So we have the two armies, the conservatives and uh, the Labor Party lined up against each other. And their most powerful weapon that they can use against each other is tax policy Right. and observe the last election and other elections. And I have no doubt that the next election will be fought on tax policy. Now, if we are going to have bipartisan support, then the two armies have got to lay down their most potent weapon against each other. Mm. And the question is, is that going to happen? Mm. I have to say, Steve, that I'm somewhat pessimistic, but nevertheless, uh, let's hope we can get some uh, better tax reform out of the process. So we witness things like the Henry report, which is over 10 years which has gathered dust uh, for that period of time and there are continuing and ongoing calls for discussions about tax issues and so forth. But the reason that we keep having a complex tax system is because the two armies that are lined up against each other will not lay down their most powerful weapon and so they will fire tax policy at each other creating confusion and and angst. Um, uh, That is where we're at. Yeah, I I can think of, um, for instance, the the refund
0: of franking credits in the last election. That was a a powerful weapon that perhaps shouldn't have been taken up, but uh, all that. I'm I'm with you all the way there. Well, John, are there any other coronavirus related uh, items that you've become aware of that we can talk about?
1: Uh, Yes. Well, I've just mentioned before, there are some aspects of the JobKeeper system which are not working the best. Now, by and large, it is working, but uh, I am hearing stories of people getting delays with JobKeeper payments, and uh, one that I just referred to before, a very significant employer who's got a problem with that. Um, Also, uh, just on the superannuation, that is those people who wish to obtain superannuation from their Their uh, superannuation fund. uh, Some people are making... um, rather silly little errors so they might want ten thousand dollars but they put in ten (laughs) dollars and uh this seems to be a bit of an issue apparently uh, that i've heard from the uh the person at the tax office that's running this so getting people to put in the right numbers is a good idea (laughs) Um, yes that's right now the tax office uh, does have some checks over these things but nevertheless these things are are happening yeah yeah um so uh the uh the coronavirus stimulus measures are happening and money is flowing but there are these uh issues that are being experienced by many people uh, particularly in relation to the cash flow boost oh yeah yeah um so Uh, Those things just need to be watched. And unfortunately for tax agents, you're right at the pointy end of it. Uh, You're the one that's being called on to to fix the problem for your client. Exactly. And that means you've got to contact the tax office and you've got to deal with them in as best you can. So good luck with all of that, (laughs) members and others listening.
0: Yes, exactly right. It's funny how the tax agents and accountants have really got, as you said, at the pointy end of all this. Um, one of the, we're certainly one of the essential services out there.
1: Yes, right, John, that's, that's um, right.
0: It, there's a lot going on, isn't there? It's, it's good to, to talk to you and to stay on top of this sort of thing. And um, we'll talk again in, in another little while and uh, we'll have something else to say, I'm sure. Or
1: you'll have good. something Thanks, else to say. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, John. See you later. Thanks, Steve. Bye.